Dear Cheap Astronomy, How big can rocky planets get, and how small can gas giants get? Well, there is actually some data, so we don't have to talk in hypotheticals. There's a rocky exoplanet that's about 40 Earth masses and about three and a half times the Earth's diameter, which is about 85% of Neptune's diameter. So it's a mighty big rocky planet that is within gas giant scales. As we'll learn later, Neptune is a bit of an exoplanet yardstick, and we'll also learn that there's a reason for that. Anyhow, the planet TOI-849b discovered in 2020, orbits very close to a sun-like star, completing each orbit in just 18 hours. Being this close to its star, it is presumably tidally locked, and the surface that's facing its star is estimated to have a surface temperature of 1500 degrees Celsius, which is pretty darn hot. The general view is that this is one bizarre planet. Our admittedly limited understanding of planet formation has it that anything in a protoplanetary disk that's more than about 10 Earth masses will engage in a kind of runaway accretion process where it should inevitably end up as a gas giant. For example, we think Jupiter was formed around a seed object probably composed of rocks and metals that was about 15 Earth masses which subsequently wrapped a huge gas envelope around it. It's possible that TOI-849b used to be a gas giant, but subsequently lost its surrounding gas envelope, leaving only its bare core behind. This may have been the result of an earlier collision, or it may have been the result of prolonged exposure to the stellar wind of its star, which blew all the gas away, although there are other gas giant exoplanets, that are also in close proximity to their star and are still hanging on to their gas envelope. So perhaps TOI-849b first suffered a collision and then whatever gas was left over got photon blasted away due to its close proximity to its star. So currently it is unusual and bizarre, but if we find 10 more TOI-849b-like planets in the next 10 years, We'll probably stop saying it's bizarre and just add it to the growing list of possible planetary outcomes that we keep finding across the cosmos. As we often point out here at Cheap Astronomy, the known population of exoplanets is a biased sample. We just detect what we are able to detect. It's easy to detect large planets orbiting close to small stars, and it's hard to detect small planets orbiting at a distance from large stars. Moving on, though, are there small gas giants? And the answer is yes. Indeed, they're plentiful enough to have been granted their own category, gas dwarfs. A gas dwarf is any gas planet smaller than Neptune. In the current population of known gas giant exoplanets, there are actually a lot more gas dwarfs than gas giants. And as we said before, Neptune plays a particular role as a yardstick here. So there's lots and lots of sub-Neptune exoplanets, while planets bigger than Neptune are comparatively rare. It seems we just got lucky having two big gas giants in our solar system, and maybe three if you count Uranus, which is very slightly bigger than Neptune, although it has less mass. The theory behind the Neptune radius cliff, 
is that any Neptune-sized body that accumulates more gas begins to generate enough internal gravity so that its gas envelope starts being worked into the rocky iron core. So there's quite a long phase where such a planet can accumulate more gas without growing in size. Any extra gas just keeps mixing into the solid core. It's only when the core material is fully saturated with gas, which is mostly hydrogen, that the surrounding gas envelope starts growing further, so that the planet's radius starts growing further. And at least from the exoplanet data we have available, it seems that occurrence is quite rare, because there's just not enough free gas to be able to build up a gas giant to a size much larger than Neptune. Of course, it's worth repeating that this is just current thinking, based on our biased sample of observable exoplanets. So this whole thinking may shift as our resolving power improves, and we start spotting more exoplanets.